welcome to his Broadcast, the English language Broadcast podcast that nobody asked for. My name's David. And I left all my show notes in the office. It, yeah, it's going to be um, a very self-propelled episode in that case. Well, I mean, well, I, I, took, the, I took the mic advice um, before, the, uh, before the show as well, mm-hmm. which is uh, if someone has a few beers before the show, it tends to, to flow. So <laughs> To roll along quite nicely. And those beers were... Goza, David. Goza. 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 Not just the uber villain from the first Ghostbusters film, but also a type of beer. No, Salty Delight beer is now being also made by uh, um, Lishan Ski. Yes, I. So, well, that's relevant to what we're talking about today as well. It's true. So I had my beer of the podcast beforehand. <laughs> so we'll be skipping that section. This we will not be skipping that section. Be. We have a special treat for that section. We well, do. it's a treat for us, maybe not for you. Uh, but we've got, yeah, beer of the podcast. We've got what's the deal with um, focusing on uh, Li Shen and not focusing as uh, one of our listeners commented on Lukas Zobele. He wanted a section called What's the Deal with Lukas Zobele and him always scoring against us. That's still to come. Uh, we've got looks back at, as he said, Lishen, Yehlava, Radetskarve and Khudim. Hot or not, we've got previews of five. I'm going to be attempting five, five. off my noggin, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's going okay. to be fun. Off your noggin is just your status right now. How are you going to be reading the previews out? Next. (laughs) And we've got an English language song sung in check. All of that to come after this musical sting. So it was the Brno Derby, is the first game we're going to look at. Um, That was away at Lichen. Uh, featuring uh, a section of our ultras standing on the back of a truck. That was great. Outside the ground. I was almost going to go to that, though. I don't think you got a place on the truck. Would you have got a place on the truck? I don't know. I I don't know, but then also I've got the advantage, as would you really, that if I was at the back of the... Yeah. (laughs) The the Rosa Parks of this Brovazzi just being made to be the back of the the truck. Um, Yeah, but... Quite a lot of them are sort be of able to see you stocky little stumpy lads, aren't they? I think yeah. we'd be okay. Um, <laughs> would, wouldn't say that to their faces, obviously, but uh, yeah. Um, how did it go? It was a it was a pretty bad tempered game, actually. I felt it was a, it was pretty scrappy. Nine cards over the yeah. uh, over the piece. Yeah, it was, six uh, to Lishen. Um, however, crucially, a red to us, which red to them too. Oh yeah, of course. Two, well, yeah. two yellows, two yellows yeah, each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yellows each, which I'm sure will come on. Yeah, to. it didn't. It didn't start particularly well for us either. Um, as on nine minutes, uh, Honza Silny, very strongly. You see what I did? Yeah. Um, well, actually, quite scrappily scored mm-hmm. a goal. Um, Fencer shot. We got bodied for the first fifteen we minutes. D- we in did. This game. It was really poor. Um, we were actually. I I would say we were lucky to go in at half time one one as it then became. Because we we were not up to speed. We were really mm. scrappy, very loose, not a lot of energy. Yeah, we were, we were being run off the run off the park, oomph wise. Yeah, there were really two flashpoints for Zborovka in in the first half. The first one is that fantastic effort from uh, Sedlak, I believe it was. Yes, which just you know rattled off, slams the off bar. the bar, doesn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, obviously uh, just before half time, Rusek bursts into the area. Is dragged down. He's sort of going down anyway, but is it's it not Pachlopnik? Is it? It is Pachlopnik. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, 
It's a you've seen them a, a classic you've seen them given. Everyone online said it wasn't a penalty, and I disagree with them. Yeah, I think it was. I think he knew exactly what he was yeah. doing, but he was held and bundled to the ground. He was yeah, he's he's too tricky because he gets the ball, he then turns and then gets half a yard on the defender. Yeah. And if you have your hands pretty much around somebody's waist in the back and you're sort of pressing onto them, like they will either A go down or B they will trip up over your leading foot. Yeah. It was one of those that that if it was you know, if it happened on the halfway line, it'd be a quick on the ref's whistle and a, and a kind of a yep yep get up come on carry on but it it is a foul it's a foul it's yeah. a penalty yes exactly yeah. and boy what a penalty yes um, the previous penalty Folsek had dispatched by slamming it as hard as possible into the roof of Vitkovic's net this time with one step up he gracefully sort of side foots it in a beautiful arc Gently nestling it into the bottom left corner. It's really, really cocky. He does that. He does that stumble run, run up bit. Yeah. Which I generally hate, but it's, when it's for your team, beautiful. Yeah, exactly. On the stroke of half time, in a derby where we hadn't looked that good, just a little. But, yeah. Honestly, the stuff that he has for taking those sorts of penalties as well, like that sort of no fear, sort of tiny little bit of arrogance sort of thing, because mm. that's being one nil down. The one that against uh, Vitkovic was to win it, and he yeah. just you know goes like in the middle, which is where you're not supposed to really put the ball a lot of the time. Yeah, like, good. I think I think actually that's why he's clearly been nominated as the penalty taker because he yeah. can you know he's not a one trick pony he's an absolutely it'll be a side footer or a slam it into the roof of the net or yeah. a placed you know perfectly into the corner sort mm-hmm. of thing um, so yeah uh, we come out after half time 1-1 um, we are attacking um, attacking nominally the away end which is now uh, in this case used for a smattering of home fans mm-hmm. on that bit of scaffolding thing um, yeah, and it almost instantly uh, finishes with uh, Rusek getting a second yellow for a fairly nothing, sort of a 50-50 aerial I challenge. It's a bit of a, really harsh. Yeah, it's a bit of a nothing card, really, but he, he had been booked earlier, so off he went. Um, yeah, and then it was just a bit of a hack fest until the end. Nothing really got going. I can't mm. remember a decent passage of play, yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, we got really lucky um, as well. Um because we weren't down to 10 men for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Kovacek, I believe, um, yeah. um, gets his marching order for what very much is a sending off, in my opinion. Like, he, he's basically going in with the, with you know, sort of the elbow um, like that. And then it became very bad-tempered. Um, we really needed to have the equilibrium because I thought at times we were getting out-muscled by Li Shen. Yeah, uh, you know, pretty much all over the park. Um, special shout out to I don't know if it was um, if it was actually Silni as well, but the 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 fantastic um, attempt that Lishan had on goal, which was bicycle kicked, but it was bicycle kicked so much that he rotated almost like hundred eighty <laughs> degrees and it smacked down into the ground. Yes. I can't remember who did had that it chance. Was very entertaining though, yeah. Uh, it but very it was very good, good. and yeah. it looked like we were. Just not hurtling towards, but just playing out a very tough yeah. physical technical draw. Until the eighty third minute when a corner from the left hand side and that man who can't head the ball, according to us. Like so last last show. last show. What's the difference between uh Schmid and Drexa? Schmid gets a couple of goals from his head. 
Yeah. Boy was my face red. Um, with delight. Yes. As as was Drex's mighty face as he comes <laughs> hooning in and slams the ball home. <laughs> I believe the term that you used in the pub was leapt up like a salmon, David. Well, that's, that's yeah, you know, <laughs> again, I'm journalistically obliged to use that cliche. I think salmons are more graceful, but I don't <laughs> think they're as good at heading the football as uh, yeah. Ballard Drexler is. Lovely play, a lovely placement of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, great, great corner, good goal, yeah. So, yeah, that was that. It was... I, Tough win. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd, you'd quite, put it Quite out. hard work, yeah. Um, and that was a leash and tea that is sort of a wee bit on the slide. I mean, I think that's unfair to maybe say because they have been, uh, I'd say, exceeding all expectations right up until the... Uh, up until the the break break, mm. uh, so and and they've been getting some patchy results. They get some results here and there right now, but uh, it was a really tough game. And then you do get G'd up again if it's another team from your city. Yeah, and it yeah. means a lot more to them than it does to us. So, yeah. um, shall we shall we rip through Yehlava now? Seeing as we're Let's on this rip through Yehlava, let's see as, because this as, was... as indeed we did rip through Yehlava at certain points. <sighs> just just a completely different game. Like as you said at the start of the game, it often depends on what Zborovka team turns up, and they turned up within the first ten minutes. Yeah, they were they were well up for this one. In fact, uh, on five minutes, uh, we get the first chance, which is mm-hmm. a penalty, which Falsek again steps up and. Thumps home top right corner, the absolute opposite, yeah. full power top right corner as opposed to the you know drifted in bottom left. A minute later, Prichistal is sent clear down the left, uh, finishes very very nicely, and it looks like it's going to be a route. Yihlava are all over the place. Yeah, they started with, well, the lineup said four at the back. It looked like a three with it two did, wing right. backs, and they had got that completely wrong because with our with our system of, um, let's say, inside forwards as wingers and um, round the outside fullbacks, we were completely outnumbering them down each flank. Mm-hmm. It was two on one and it was embarrassing down each side because we were getting into that area just on each side of the penalty area where of the three centre-halves, the ones on the side don't know whether to step out because the winger or the forward might be going inside but the wing backs, mm-hmm. their duty is to attack. So we we pinned them back, but we were still getting absolute joy down yeah. each side. It was bizarre. Yeah, I thought uh, Kristal had a really poor game for Yuklava down the right side, actually. Mm. In that, um, yeah, just... he was at fault for, well, I would say the first one, because Pricky, he gets sent clear and he's just nowhere. Mm-hmm. Pricky's absolutely, he's absolutely done him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after it's two 0 after six minutes, Yihlava. I mean, coming into this game, they were in terrible form, but they were still one of the pace setters before the break. Mm-hmm. So, and that came back. They they fought their way back into it, didn't they? We, yeah. We thought after ten minutes we're going to be battering them. After twenty minutes, we thought, oh hello. Yeah, like there's a bit of a game developing here. There was like there were quite a few chances. Uh, uh, Lava, um, where they just couldn't really um, they couldn't really finish uh, they were getting mm. again like we were getting behind their defence and they were sort of getting to that sort of point again there was some very staunch defending um, to, to keep them out yeah. but it was looking like they were probably going to sneak one back for a while and they almost did after they were awarded a penalty just after the half hour mark that was a still waller yeah it was but Florida saves and again! Yeah, double saves. A really good save as well. Like, he has to get down super low to his left. Yeah. Um, he reads it um, He reads it particularly well. Yeah, and then rebound, saves the rebound. 
there's a bit of scudding about and it finally gets cleared. Yeah. But yeah, fabulous. Yeah, don't, fabulous effort. Don't call him garage music, but he was bound for da reload. Good, thanks. Um, <laughs> couple, couple of gozes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, on the cusp of half time, uh, you'll have a do score. Uh, Zobele makes it uh, two one. It's a, um, it's a mistake. Yeah, it's it a is. mistake. Chairmark. Um, and um, I'm actually going to say this now because we're going to go into the like. Chermak is fault for both his Borovka goals. Um, like he should be get like because the ball just like he he seems to sort of like duck under the ball when he just has mm. a really easy clearing header to make, mm. uh, which again made it made it a little bit nervy for coming out to the second half. But you have to remember, Lukas Zobele always scores against. Indeed, so, it's the law of the X. Exactly. He, he spent about oh, a season and a bit with us when we were in the first league. Yeah. Um, and supplied me with one of my favourite uh, Sporovka memories, actually, which is when we were in Liberets and we were 2-0 down in the second half and he scored two within about six minutes of each other yeah. at the end we were in and everyone went absolutely bananas. It was brilliant. We lost 4-2, obviously. Yeah. I but... still, I mean, I was with you, David. I've still not seen those goals. <laughs> Was yes. three, three, four seasons ago now? Yep. Uh, one you were in the loo, the second you were in the bar, and they were within five minutes of each other. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> yeah. Um So second half begins, and we... smoked them. And, yeah, we are almost immediately uh, back with a two-goal lead. 47 minutes, the ball pings around the box, and the recently introduced David Kruska. Uh I have to call him David because that's <laughs> how you say it. <laughs> David the, the smallest man on the pitch. Yes, the the shires David Kurushka, <laughs> as I as I believe I wrote on yeah. Facebook. Uh, yeah, uh, pops up and uh, prods the ball home. Fifteen minutes later, uh, Marek Vinter finishes a lovely move um, down the left by stabbing home a Pachlopnik, a low cross from Pachlopnik down the left. Is that Pachlopnik or is that the Iceman one? Uh, the next one is the okay, Iceman yeah, one. Sorry. Okay. Um, I th- or is it? I think it's the. I think it's the. I think or the fourth it? one. I think the. I think the Pachlopnik one is the the fifth. I think the fourth one is is where Iceman absolutely motors down. Like he makes up like half the pitch. Like that. That's like I've used this term only once or twice uh, before on on this um, on this podcast. But Pavel Iceman motors down and he puts in an absolutely shaggable pass. Mm. Right, like just the, the bend on it, the going right yeah. to the back post that just taps it. Um, at this point, we haven't done it for quite a long time, but shall we sound the Iceman alarm? Well, let's go. Ready? Pavel Iceman! <laughs> Pavel Iceman. So yeah, I think that deserves one of those. Um, it's been a while. It has been a while. It hasn't, it hasn't started that much, that's why. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, on uh, uh, 69 minutes, uh, we are looking to make it five, and we do, with a bit of sort of penalty box ticky-tacker. Mm-hmm. Which does come from Pavlovnik. That does, yeah. yeah. And that results in uh, Tricky Star getting a second of the game mm-hmm. and rounding it out quite nicely. Well, nearly rounding it off, because we're caught out on the break. Uh, with a fine finish by Mathieu Kolbeck. Mm-hmm. It, it is a good finish, actually. It's a very good. It's a very good finish. It's again Chermak's complete fault there because he has the ball and all he needs to do is control it with his foot and he slips on it. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. The but... damage has long since been done, but there you go. Yeah. I mean the the one thing um, you know if we're not actually just to take it away for a moment from this Borovka perspective or whatever, like Radim Kuchera must 
be on a sugarly peg right now at Yeah. Like, so he has not... He didn't take them up last season. And he could have, maybe. I mean, it was a winnable game against Carvina. Mm. And now he comes into the, the new part of the season with in second place with a point above Zborovka. He is now... 11, I believe, points off. It's been, a, it's, it's just, if you look at their record, if you just go to the, I think it's like, actually 14. If you look at their form table and the results they've gone, they've just absolutely yeah. imploded. I think it's 14 actually, because um, I was looking at this from terms of like, what would happen if Zizhkov beat us right. next game. And we have nine points on Zizhkov. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that they've got five points on. Right. Uzlava, okay. So, um, whose race must be completely done at this point oh, it they is. did they won it at is. the weekend um against uh i believe of uh, one of the uh the lord i might have been vlashim um but it's too little too late now man it's like just... I, I i can't i can't see any, any way back for them like they're just they're shot yeah i mean they have a good squad as they well. do That's this is the thing, thing. they they just absolutely imploded yeah since it's bizarre pleasing but bizarre. i mean yeah it's, 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 it's you know, get that up here but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just weird because, I mean, I thought at this... And I saw at the start of this new part of the campaign that we were joint favourites to win the to win the league with um, with Pardubice. And then behind it, something insane, like, 8-1 to one was um, Yihlava. And I thought, that doesn't look like a terrible bet, actually. Like, if they just motor and just sort yeah. of keep on up and do what maybe Zbrovka are doing now, which is, you know, sort of keeping um, mm. Pardubice pegged in case they slip. And actually, that's why there are professionals making these odds for yeah. bookmakers, because I didn't see that at all. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're going to move on to a quick bit of uh, what's the deal with, well, Li Shen, actually, um, after this. So, uh, I know you're probably asking yourself, what's the deal with Brno? Well, you should know that by now. You've been listening to this for long enough, so you should know a bit about the city. I mean, we actually haven't talked about why we love Brno so much, and we're also not going to do that today, because I'm going to focus on Lichen specifically. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. Sure. Why not? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't really know what that is, but okay. Um... Yes, it is the most easterly suburb of the city. Um, it became part of Bono in 1944. And the name is uh, derived from uh, Lechzen, an old bohemian word, which is similar to uh, Lush in German, which means... That's right, hazel tree. Ah, there yeah. you go. I'm absolutely shocked that something um, has its root in German that's associated with Brno. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, weird that, isn't it? Um, it's it's sort of two parts. There's a very uh, a sort of two three hundred year old centre bit mm-hmm. based around the main square where you get off the tram and you walk down the hill and turn right, and there's a little church Old there. Lichen, yeah, yeah, the little church, and then behind that is the 18th century uh, Belcredi Chateau, which I have never been to, but uh, it's just behind that church, and it has a sort of Baroque gardens mm-hmm. and things, which is which is very lovely. Um, it backs onto Marianska Udoli, 
which uh, is an area of sort of outstanding natural beauty that's a very popular destination for Brunazzi of a weekend or a bank holiday. It's um, an area of like river valleys and forests and caves and footpaths and meadows, etc. And it's, yeah, it's very nice. Um, you're a fan of Lichen? The brewery? It, yeah, yes, they... <laughs> Goza. Goza. The brewery, the brewery's nice. I just like, to be honest with you about Lichen, like I just... And I know this sounds like absolutely suky suk to like the to the new boys of the league or whatever. But I like going to Lee Shen for games. Yeah. Like as a club as well. Like I mean, they're a very well run club. Um, we're there actually quite a lot. Um, over the winter break because Borovka tend to play their friendlies on uh, the old weather pitches, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, back onto the main pitch that they play for league matches. It's very good when they're in the third league because there's a a couple of hundred there and it's a nice enough atmosphere. It's, yeah. You know, it's very friendly. I would I would also like to give a shout out to uh, uh, Miloslav Makalek, um sitting in the main stand at Lichen during their last home game, uh, snaffling down a Klobasa. Which I was very, I was very pleased. Yeah. <laughs> pleased about there was a brief shot of him at half time when they were playing part of it. So I missed that. Getting, that the- yeah, jam- jamming Klobasa into his face. <laughs> Good lad. Um, jamming Klobasa into his face. Sign a contract. Sign a contract. <laughs> Stand up. Come on. Um, He's not been featuring for for Youth Lava, has he? No, no, been not much. Or not much. Um, here's a here's a a weird little quirky stat I found out. Mm-hmm. Um, Lishen Yirova tram stop. Yeah. Do Do you remember which one that is? There's a specific feature of Yirova that no other tram stop in the city has. It's the end of the line. No, 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 no. It's not. It's on no, before the end of the line. It's on before. Which it's, un- it's under the. It's underground. Ground, yeah. Yes, it's underground, but it's also the highest tram stop in the city. Despite the fact it's the only one that's underground, really? Yes, because Lishen is a, is on a big hill. That is something. It is. Yeah, I didn't. I I found that quite interesting. I thought that was quite quirky. That the highest elevation tram stop is the only one that's underground. That is that is quite something. Yeah, that I, is quite I enjoyed something. that fact. That was quite good. Mm-hmm. Uh, just getting updates from our friend Pavel or whatever that Pribram have just conceded, so they are back down to the bottom of the table. Oh, good. That's pleasing. Um, I am going to play you a bit of music of a band that's not from Lee Shen, but is from Bono, and uh, it's my band, so suck it up. Sorry about that. Um, I'm going to play you... Actually, it's relatively to do with, let's say, new Lee Shen. Um, this is... Uh, Concrete House. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, <laughs> Concrete House by my band, Bats vs. Cats. We're on the internet. complex And stupidly expensive for the time
you enjoyed that, we've got an EP and stuff online. Search us and we're on Facebook, etc. Other Burno bands are available. Mm, yeah. <laughs> no, to be... to be, Grudgingly, to, I will accept that's to, true. To be fair, like Bats vs. Cats Live are particularly uh, particularly good and they're a very good night out, especially when you play Pod Hobie, which is exact... I mean, not like, not like, oh, next door to me, you know, but actually the venue is Shares directly a wall with you. next yeah. door to my living room. Yeah. And it's usually just acoustic acts playing terrible Simon and Garfunkel covers, but... And then we come in and blast the doors out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right, after this we have got uh, a slightly different Beer of the Podcast. So join us now for that. Of the podcast. David, whatever happened to that idea that you were going to say beer of the podcast in a different way each time? No, it, it was no, the... no. It's hot or not. That's different. Is each it hot time. or it's not? Hot or not? It's different each time. You'd think I'd be seasoned at this podcast by no, now, but no. really, you know, it's. Uh... But this no is no notes. You see, no, <laughs> no notes today. The paper's gone away. <laughs> No bones, you see. Um, anyway, this episode of Beer of the Podcast is the episode in which David and Sam sell out, which I've already decided is the title of this episode, by the way. Fantastic. Like the Who sell out. Which is why, yes, yeah. exactly. David and Sam sell out because we have been given our Beer of the Podcast for free this week, thanks to the Tap In. Bruno. Yes, we are now, um, Beer of the Podcast is now sponsored by uh, the Tap In. It's not sponsored by the no, Tap In. We're going to use sponsor because I want to try and get everything else sponsored. <laughs> I'll take anything. <laughs> Here is a podcaster who will do anything for money. It's Sam. <laughs> he does mean that as well, yeah. by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, search uh, the Hot Tap In. Hot or not. Sponsored by, you know, one of those heat rubs. You know. <laughs> You know, we're both getting old, you know, feeling a bit creaky of a morning. I could do with a bit of that. But, yeah. uh, and what I can do with is the great selection of craft beers available at the Tap In in Brno. Search the, the Tap I, In I, on I, Facebook. I would say the selection. I would say great selection, but it's definitely a selection. David, they're paying us. They're not paying by, us. What do you they're think? They're giving beer us costs? free beers. Okay, anyway, my point is. We have free beers today. That's my point. And thank you very much to Tap In for supplying us with free beers. Yeah, so we we do deserve to give them a plug. We do, um, we do. They're they're available, they're available. They are on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Tap In with one N, so T-A-P-I-N, two words. And they actually do have, one thing that they do have a very great selection of actually is food. Yeah. Their food is fantastic. Um, And they have football on the telly. And it's a good telly. Anyway, uh, what we've been given is... Uh, it's called Delirium Tremens, which it, is which just sounds like somebody in a old novel, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, you know what it is, though, right? Delirium Tremens. Yeah. No. It's the medical name for the violent shaking you get after you've gone through an alcohol withdrawal program. <laughs> is this why? Because I peeped the bottle at eight point five percent alcohol. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's Belgian. It's from. Of course, it's Belgium. It's, it's from the 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 Hulche 
I'm sure I'm pronouncing that correctly, brewery. Huge, 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 brewery. Yeah, Dutch bit then, Flemish bit, I suppose. Yes. Um, well, it's from Melle. I don't know where that is, but it's in Belgium anyway. Anyway, yeah, it's a, a triple fermented um, sort of blonde. Uh, be a thing and it's got a pink elephant on the label which is mm-hmm. yeah that says a lot so probably a blonde ale in the sort of in the in your sort of leffy sort of uh i think so perhaps. anyway should we get should we get stuck in it looks nice it's very sparkling is it the is. one thing it, that i thought it so. smells quite fresh as well Jeez, there you go. it actually slightly wheaty the one thing it slightly does smell wheaty. like and this is not going to be a very good descriptor is that it does smell belgium if you know what i mean it's got that sort of cleanness that's got that wheat bit and then it's got that sort of Strengthy thing smell, going on. Smell, smell, smells of Belgium. Smells of you know mussels and war graves. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, sit down to an episode of Ostenders with this. <laughs> um. Hmm. Slightly fruity. I like that a lot. Slightly fruity. That's lovely. Not as heavy as I would have expected for something that strong. Yeah. Deceptive. Like, this is, I think, I'm already feeling it's something that would get you deceptively steaming if you had two mm. bottles of it. Yeah. Uh, right. Lovely bottle, by the way. Stone effect on glass, I'm going to call it, as you slightly pointed out earlier. Mm-hmm. And they will um, they will give you these to take away, um, of course, but you should, obviously, because a pub, stay in and drink their beers. But this feels to me like a sort of sitting in your garden in a chair, yeah. 7 p.m., sort yeah. of as a sun, you know, sort of like, you know, it's getting a wee bit, you yeah. know. You're not going to hammer five of them, but like, you know, one or two to, to see you through an evening well, is probably we're not going nice. to We're not going to hammer five of them Absolutely unless there is not, a no. long-term cooperation between the <laughs> tap-in and Brovcast. <laughs> That's, well, anyway... There it is. Um, so, uh, cheers, lads, for that. That was it's very yeah. nice. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll see you we'll see you soon. Yeah, um, we are going to go to the next section. That is hot or not, and that's coming up now. Hot or not, oh yes, that's just the way When there's good and bad things about football to say If, if you wanna, wanna know <laughs> If you wanna know if David loves it so It's, it's hot, hot or, or not. not That's what it's not hot, Maybe that's hot. what it's hot or It's hot or not, hot, ladies hot, and gentlemen hot or not. Indeed Hot or not is there um, yes. What have you got for me in your noteless world? Um, I've got a hot and Actually, I've got a hot and a not. Yeah, All right, I was going enough. to do hot and two knots, but then I thought, yeah, you know what? We're not got a negative show. We're just going to do. Yeah. All right, okay. Um, give me a hot then. This is quite good. You know, yeah. I like this. Jens Lehmann being tipped for the Dundee United manager spot. Amazing. This is another delve into the surreal <laughs> world of Scottish football. Right. So it, it gets a bit better than this as well. Actually, like there's big backstory about this here. So Robbie Nielsen. Uh, Dundee United manager has taken them up this year based on the cancellation of uh, of the leagues uh, of the leagues now in Scotland. Um, um, and of course, who's getting relegated from the Scottish Premiership? Hearts, Hearts who are now 
um, who are now uh, mounting a legal challenge to it. Um, and if that legal challenge is successful, of course, that means that Hearts would probably stay in the division and then Dundee United would not be promoted because the SPFL clubs have already rejected by 80% the idea of a 14-12-12 restructuring of the league. Right. Where did Robbie Nielsen go to as manager, David? Hearts. Heart of Midlothian. Yeah. So <laughs> this is um, fantastic. There's been... It's been statement fest once again in Scottish <laughs> football, which has been fantastic. And and I thought this was bullshit because I saw it um, as a link uh, in the sun. And I don't click on sun links and neither don't should you. Don't buy the sun. Don't buy the sun. But then it also got picked up by the Herald and the Scotsman, the Daily Record. So there might be some traction to it. Jens Lehman as Dundee United manager would be fucking sensational. That is good. So strange. Yeah. Hot. That is hot. In my yeah. opinion. Um. I was going to give you, uh, well, my not, because I haven't been doing a lot of looking at, at the football recently. My not uh, was going to be the old racism, but uh, I'm sick of talking about it, to be I honest. Was, that was why I was going to maybe have two. Yeah. Um, it's, t- it's too depressing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Can I also say, just as a bonus slight not or whatever, the response of the majority of Burnley fans has been absolutely fantastic to um what happened um you mean genuinely fantastic or like just oh my god that's awful fantastic no 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 like i mean like um um one after that you know that big you know that banner goes mm-hmm. you know comes over the etihad or whatever and like the maj- um well first of all ben me makes a fan like a cracking yes, sort of statement well, just yeah. like absolutely just laying the smack down and the amount of burnley fans that have been sort of um, talking about this and saying that, and if um, you know people saying, "Oh, I'm not going to renew my season ticket and stuff like that because of this nonsense," and a bunch of um, most Burnley fans being like, "If you're not renewing your season ticket, it's a win for us mm-hmm. to get out of this fucking club." I think it's fantastic, yeah. um, and it does take a lot sometimes, even even if it is something so glaringly obvious, to basically stand up to other elements of your support and say that's not on. So yeah, I'm so. I'm so sick of because this happened with the Jean de Bourgeois thing and the Sparta fans with their white lives matter. Yeah. I'm so sick of explaining it doesn't mean that white lives don't matter. Please get this into your head. You know, it's just it's oh it's if if your response is to a community saying their lives matter is to try and deflect from it to say um to say all lives matter you don't actually believe that all lives matter anyway absolutely well said it's just i'm i'm so sick of it anyway that's my not that's thoroughly annoying and depressing that we have to go over this yeah. again mine is going to be slightly lighter David. all right what's worry. your not my but by the way i've got a belting hot to finish with so oh, do fine. your no, not that's good my not is artificial crowd noise at the premier league matches <laughs> okay good because uh, i um i did sit down um with my with my dinner on sunday to watch a um, match of the day yes enough. Uh, and you were right, quite a good match of the day. Yeah, um, interesting to in see. There. Yeah, absolutely interesting to see English football again. Can't ben, get Ben Chilwell. Woof. Yeah, could not get over the whole the whole time. Could not get over this sort of very strange crowd noise that was in the background as well, where they felt that you know when decisions had to you know sort of went what they think would be the home team's way, that it started getting a bit lower. <laughs> and things I couldn't. It's very FIFA, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's very weird. I I didn't like it at all, and I would far prefer it if it was just like the Bundesliga, 
where you just, just you know echoey. have that and then every so often someone's being like oh or something like that <laughs> you know like mm. they do say that in germany that's true mm-hmm. Alf. probably say that a lot i'd say <laughs> you know. um all right i'll finish with uh, a final hot um and it's uh, celta vigo <laughs> yes 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 i've I love this story. You know what this is? So I do, um, yeah. This is the rule, isn't it? <laughs> so, um, Celta Vigo were allowed an emergency loan after their backup keeper suffered a long-term injury. They signed a striker. Yeah, <laughs> signed a former striker as well. Just Abs- signed Nolito, didn't they? Yeah, I think. absolute yeah. power move from Celta Vigo there. <laughs> Fuck having a second keeper, bring in a striker for the for the one emergency loan we're allowed. I love that because it's top trolling and also showing how kind of weird that rule is man mm. that's really a strange rule yeah right? but i i just thought that was that was as 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 current parlance has it that is big dick energy from yeah. celta vigo there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, uh, vigo oddly also the name of the main uh sort of um sinister power in ghostbusters 2 is that right so we've had both goza and vigo in this episode oh, fantastic you don't you haven't seen either of those, have you? No, but I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm thinking everyone else at home is going, ah, that's a good observation. Yeah. So I was just backing you up, David. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so after this, we're going to have a look at uh, two more games. Uh, Raditz Kralave and... Hoody, 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 hoody! After this... So we were away in Raditz Kralove. Hi, that was Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant there. Briefly, a little attempt at it. I mean, we weren't away. There were a group of Zvodovatsi who went there and were not allowed in. Yeah, despite the fact that they were sold tickets. Really? Yeah, they were sold tickets to the... That that was where the big... Oh, okay. That was where the big nonsense came from. They were not allowed into the stadium, despite the fact that Raditz Kralove sold them tickets to the game. Right, that's that's more of a massive ouch than I thought. They just turned up. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because right. I said like I think we were saying as well like if you weren't allowed in like to like Prostyov, you'd be quite angry or whatever. It's forty five minutes on the road, three hours in a car to to Hradets maybe you know. So it's a uh, yeah quite a yeah. It's not quite that far, but it's a it's a fair yeah it's yeah. a fair hike. <laughs> Apparently, a Hradets supporter was basically um going back and forth like um shuttling them beer through the yeah, nice. through the uh, the gates, which I thought was kind of a nice touch. That's quite nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Seeing as what we saw on TV was there were no fans there. Like from yeah. Raditz. I mean, they're not a well-supported club anyway. No, but, they're really not. And also, it was slashing down. It yeah. was horrible weather. It was, and and that sort of showed on the pitch. Yeah, um, there was a real lack of quality for a lot of it. Yeah, um, lots of sliding in, lots of. Yeah, one of those where it was sloppy, but also the ref sort of can't do a lot because if you book every clumsy challenge, you're booking everyone because there was so much skidding aboutery and. Yeah, because I know. remember actually Kenny on our, I was, I was just gonna mention, our group actually, chat yeah. was is saying that the referee needs to do something before somebody gets injured, and and I sort of agreed with that view, but like you say, that with the conditions and stuff, it was sort of happening for both sides as well. Yeah, I think it it sort of self regulated after a while because people were just going zoom, just zipping across the surface and yeah, you know, 
sliding off the pitch, etc. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, Zbrojovka finished the first half 1-0 up after... Uh, it was a particular style score, it was wasn't a it? Um, style goal, yeah. Yeah, it was sort of jabbed across the face of goal. A uh, bit of a deflection in particular style just happens to be at the far post to prod it in. Yeah. However, the undoubted highlight of the first half was uh, Jakob Rada falling on his ass. I love that. Was that the free kick? <laughs> yeah. I love the free kick. I wish someone gifted that man because nobody knew what it was on about because I just tweeted that. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Please gift that. Yeah, it was... Um, um, the commentators even laughed, man. Was yeah, that, it was Jakob Rada. Haraditz is uh, one of their left-sided players. Comes up to take a free kick, sort of jogs up to take it absolutely just falls on his ass it's very very funny Mamarada yeah indeed <laughs> yeah that was that was fantastic um, I thought we were a better team in the first half we actually I thought we uh, I thought um, Radic had a couple of decent chances but I think we just looked far more composed yeah um, especially when we went the goal up which I thought was kind of deserved yeah um, second half uh, more of the same really wasn't it I mean strolled it to yeah, be honest Radic right. offered very little I th- yeah, they, they they had no real attacking threat. Um, I thought Pachlopnik was fantastic. Um, like, and it did look, and it's entirely my fault, by the way. And I thought we were really just going to actually hold on. It was going to be a sort of a gritted teeth one nil, and that was kind of quite funny because most of the time we beat Raditz, it's one nil. Mm. Um, but then, uh, yeah, eighty eighth minute, up pops um little Denny Samko, with a. Belting goal, by it's the way. Screamer. It's a it's... hell of a hit. Yeah, and I tweeted like I think I tweeted ten minutes before that I didn't see that Raditz getting back into this game and we'd marshal it out. Yeah. However, the day before I'd also tweeted that um, please score Li Shen against Pardubitz and they scored within two minutes. So yeah. I think you know with great power. I didn't know my own strength. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, that I... Houston song. I think it was. What what? With I don't even know my own strength. Oh, okay. You know I'm humble, but I'm never humble. I I, I okay. don't know that. Um, anyway, um yeah, that's that's a motto, I suppose. Yeah. Um yeah, they they like like I wrote on our Facebook feed we were absolutely football managered because mm. we were leading in everything. Possession, shots, shots on target, corners, everything. We were absolutely like we should have been home and hosed. Particularly, well, after Jan Hladik missed what should have been the chance to absolutely wrap that. it up. Yeah, but that, like, um, we've been very wrong in this podcast before, right? Um, if you go back... And we will continue to be wrong. Of course. Listener, it's just, I mean, it's the nature of football. And it's the nature of, like, neither of us are professionals. Neither of us are sports journalists and stuff. We just sort of see the game, you know, and comment on it because we i mean i particularly you, if you go back six months i think um i um thought um kuba style had no role in this club yeah and he definitely very much does in his <laughs> yes. sort of strength his speed his movement and everything it just took him some time to get into that i'm just i'm just so unconvinced by jan Hladik. i really am like and it's not just from Things like that, because he spurned a couple of good chances like that now. But it's like his touch, his movement. Yeah. I, I really just don't see him. You said this, I mean, he's still I, young, but I, still. I, well, Bahalik himself said after the end of this game as well that it was his fault that we conceded because he made the wrong tactical substitution where he put on Shimon Shumbara and he put on uh, Hladik as well. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, uh, anyway, that's what it was. It was 1 1, yeah. uh, which was 
a slip up for us after, as you said, Li Shen uh, holding part of it. Normally, in a draw. season, you wouldn't feel too bad about it because, like, sometimes football, you just get that sort of sucker punch, and it just it just happens, right? We'll do that to other teams. Other teams will do it to us. Can't feel too bad about it, right? Especially because during this whole time, we've been undefeated. Zbrov got undefeated since November. Yeah, you know, um, it's just right now where it's sort of close with or close-ish with Pardubica and Pardubica, you know, the day before... Had slipped up for the first time in ages. With a yeah. draw at Lee Shen, it just, yeah, it, it did feel like... And there were a lot of overreactions, to be honest, I think, online. Like, a lot of people were like, season's over. Um, and, you know, there are still, I mean, still four games to... Four or five games to play. So, I mean, there is still yeah. a chance there, but Pardubica, it's not really about Zborovka at this point. I think we'll still keep churning out our results. Mm. Part of it's a need to lose. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> after that, we had a home game. Uh, by the way, the last two home games we talked about, Yilhava and this one, uh, Hudim, we were at the stadium, of course, which we it hadn't mentioned glorious, before. It was glorious, boys. It was glorious. It really was. Um, uh, particularly, Yilhava, what a way to come back, by the way. Oh, I mean, just, we, we didn't what just, an evening out. That was so, so much fun. It's good we're mentioning that because we didn't mention it properly from a stator, uh, spectator's perspective nice warm evening good light um because it was open for a certain amount of spectators in each stand so if you had a season ticket you're allowed to go and then they released 500 tickets for the um the old um s stand um which um behind the goal behind the goal on the left uh it meant that you could get a beer super fast which we're not always used to and it was just you know the the pitch looking fantastic as well and an entertaining game and it was for me, it's it's everything that sort of football means to me in a way. Like it's that routine of, you know, like you know, having a beer, going to the ground, seeing the same people, not even to talk to, but to just kind of nod to. It's like you know, Jao, Jao Borti. You know, you don't even know their names, but it's that kind of familiarity and that feeling to be back in. A routine that you enjoy yeah. and a people, routine I mean, that you love. People you know? come at half time and you have a wee bit of the chat and then yeah, off and yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's great. Good. Anyway, and well, Hrudim I think was also an uh, an uh, an entertaining game. But I think a very different type of entertaining. Yes, game. Uh, a very very different uh, type of game. And I was looking forward to seeing one player in particular. Daniel Vaseline, East Bohemia's goal machine. So, yeah, with that guy. Um, I was looking forward to seeing him because he has been on quite the run lately. Uh, Rich vein of form. Yes, indeed. Uh, three in the last three. But, weirdly, I look back because I, I remember him as like, oh, he's the man to stop. He's only actually scored, I think, seven or nine goals all season, which... Mm-hmm. We didn't need to worry about him that much. We needed to worry about our own uh, tradition of foot shootery, which yes. followed us a little bit into this uh, particular mm. game. Um, Hrudim, we should have known they've been in. They've been in good form. Man. They've had like, a very. They've, they've had a very um, good break. Post break thingy. Yeah, um, beat uh, beat Yilhava four three. Hasn't but, at this point, but still, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. But, but they've been grinding but that was, but that was relatively early. That was like four games ago when you'd have thought, hmm, yeah. Yilhava can get out of this. Hey, they've got Houdin. But yeah, Houdin swept yeah, them aside. Beat, and... beat Usti 3-2. Yeah. I mean, quite big scoring games. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so 
What happened? I have almost no notes on this. Um, oh, okay, because I have zero notes because I left my notes in the office. Um, I left uh, my notes. Basically, um, what happened was uh, we weren't very good for uh, the first 10 minutes and mm-hmm. then went behind, I believe, in the 11th. Yeah, that happened. Um, again, no notes. Can't remember the goal scorer. Um, uh, we could look it up, but I mean, yeah, um, it was I believe quite a nice finish. I think I wrote it this at the time. It was. It was, um, it was one of the best set pieces we've seen for a long time. It was. It was. It um, was straight from the. Yeah. It was. There we go. I remember a now. From the left hand side, which was then played, which played um, up to the corner of the box in that sort of pocket that you were yeah, talking and about into before. the edge of the area. Yeah, and then it just bypassed a bunch of the fence, and it's just sort of roofed after yeah, that. It like was it was a really a good nice, move. Nice it was, finish. It was. Hashtag straight off the training ground. Mm-hmm. That one wasn't it. It was very very good. Oh, it made us look like absolute mugs. I was also very much enjoying um, that they started to do that a bit, Khrudim, um, in the uh, in the game. Like there was that sort of step over and then nutmegging. Um, I believe uh, somebody nutmeg Chermak as well at the, at the byline later on in the uh, in the game because you know Khrudim, um doing reasonably well for them I think they're about 8th or ninth in the league right now mm. nothing really to play for um, but again like a team that came up you know sort of the season yeah. before or whatever also, they're also, absolutely also, safe and they're just you also know. a team with nothing to play for they they looked utterly fearless, didn't they? Yeah, um, and that's going to be like it for... We were talking about this at the game, um, that fans of Hrugi must be really enjoying life right now because they're not expected to go up, but they're also too poor to go down. So then the, the when players start having fun with games and start putting these little flicks and stuff like that, you know, they yeah. do start... And they're starting to get some good results. And it's great when you watch a 3-2 victory or a 4-3 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you go through the roller coaster. must be really fantastic. So... Yeah. Um, so, um, sort of seven minutes later, that man who can't head again pops up with a header. It's Pavel Drexler to make Pavel it... Drexler. To make it 1-1 to make it, corner. To make from, it worse for our from, analysis. From, yeah. from actually an almost identical corner from the one he scored yeah. at uh, Lichen. Again, hashtag straight off the training ground. Um, then a bit of back and forth, and then just before half time, uh, Rusek is sent clear, and uh, yeah, that's a that's a very nice finish. It is a nice finish indeed. Yeah, yeah. lovely. Yeah, um, he sort of is uh, to the goalkeeper's left, and he's running in, and he just he's just, just a lovely wee he, chip. Yeah, he just lifts it over him, doesn't <laughs> it? It's very uh, reminiscent of a man in form. Like I could have seen Pickford style doing that. Those those front two look better and better. Every yeah. time they play together, like they they really working very well, and and that's him from his um from his game back as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, of course because, he missed the game after being sent off at Lichen. Yeah, because we put we moved Fosek to the top for the um for the Yuhlava game, and then what happened is that Fosek moved back to to maybe his natural position as a sort of a as a sort of a winger left, left inside if, forward. Yeah. yeah, and then um a bit went back up um, yeah. top again. And funny we mention Adam Fosek, I suppose. Yes, because immediately the second half starts, and he's uh, off. It, and he's off. Uh, was it not before half time, or was it? Oh uh, no! Yeah, it that's right. Half-time. It was right on the stroke of half time because yeah. 
then the half finished in a kind of you know whirl of confusion. Yeah, we decided to play the was, rest of the game in hard mode. Because, <laughs> yeah, he was sent off and then there was no further play after he was sent off. Mm-hmm. Uh, the referee just basically blew it straight away, didn't he? No, there was a couple more minutes, um, but it was all very weird. Yeah, scrappy. And... Um, on that point, um, the referee in this game was utterly abysmal. Um, yes. <laughs> and I mean, must have given out some amount of cards. It must have rivaled the the Li Shen, um, mm. the Li Shen game. Uh, but like for for very little fouls, uh, for really niggly things, there was no attempt to make the game flow. Um, seven yellows and one red on here. So yeah, so eight to yeah, nine basically. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really get a good look at the challenge. I was sort of um, drinking beer and sort of tweeting a bit. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really see happened. it either, so I'm I'm going to reserve judgment on that. Anyway, um, we start the second half, 2-1 up, but a man down. Mm-hmm. And surprise, surprise, after 15 minutes of the second half, uh, they score. We got overran for that for a, yeah, a absolutely good spell overrun. there, yeah. um, because, again, they know it's a player down. And, hey, if they lose 4-1, it's Rudy, nobody bats an eyelid. Yeah. So, yeah, no, might they, as well go they, for it. They, they absolutely, they, they did really well to come back into it. Was two two it it and there again it looked like it sort of might have petered out into a two yeah. two, yeah. Until the unlikely figure, considering his last few outings of Adrian Chermak arrives. <laughs> the definition of bundled over the line. <laughs> it really was, goal. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it it was a weird one. I kind of quite liked the whole that we and I think we got back into it for a reason actually. Um. Uh, because of just the way that we were tactically set out, um, which was not really to basically protect a one-goal lead, but to, to sort of keep going, uh, keep going forward. Because Mahalik, as we all know, is an attacking sort of he manager, is, yeah, yeah. and what you would usually do in the case of um, like having a man down is that you would do something like you would take. Well, I mean, if you're playing like a four-four-two, like we would do, you'd be taking off a striker. Um, or you know maybe even playing like sort of three at the back, having a defensive midfielder in there or something like that. No, we decided to completely sacrifice the midfield, so we <laughs> uh, we went to a four three two, and that's maybe why we got overran a bit until we were sort of getting used to that idea. Yeah, got our playing, balance back, and we were very wide. It was like a four sort of four three three sort of thing. You had you know really wide out in the in on the wings. And we were getting into spots, and we were getting into sort of good positions. And it's not just that um, that Chemak Gokus, which was not at that point against the run of play, really. But uh, we did have some chances to put a couple more past. Actually, it was just nice for me to see Adrian Chemak sort of stumble and fall over the ball in the right area of the pitch as he stumbled and fell over and sort of bundled it into the goal, rather True. than stumble and fall over at the other end of the pitch. <laughs> it was quite pleasing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, scraped through that three two, and by God, it was hard work, wasn't it? Mm. That was a they, they really put us through the ringer. That one, it was yeah, very hard work. Anyway, just to point out, just before we go on, because I know we are absolutely stretched for time right now. That's three times that Zborovka, um players have been sent off um, since the return of of football to the Czech Republic, and mm. we have won every single game. Yes. Okay, we have some previews, uh, which Sam 
uh, wrote out a lot of notes for and then printed them out and then promptly left them at work. Yeah. So um, they're not going to be as lengthy as possibly they might have been. Which is fine because I see us hurtling towards the last five minutes uh, of at least recording time usually. So um, uh, I'll be very quick on this. We've got Varnsdorf today. Yes. Um, because this will be it'll be today when uh, this podcast comes out. Um, at five o'clock and right. Varnsdorf are a team that last time out um, we were convincing uh, 4-1 winners mm-hmm. but have you know away last time I've still got that scarred into oh, a memory God, yeah, of uh, awful. six hours or whatever to get there and then just absolutely laid, uh, laid down to them good brewery nice hotel very good brewery brewery Kotsor if I remember correctly yes. right? um, nice people nice enough town but mm-hmm. God, that game yeah. Jesus Christ Varnsdorf you may remember from getting battered I think 8-0 by Hradets um, at I think game 3 of the season match week 3 Okay. Uh, they are really one of these teams that have benefited from Sokolov resigning the league and uh, Vitkovica being far worse that's right early on they looked like they were dead and buried after about 4 or 5 games didn't they and they've sort yeah. of clawed themselves up and a lot of people got worse so. yeah and they've actually had a couple of results um, beat Usti beat um, <laughs> as has been a recurring theme in this podcast <laughs> beat, beat Yihlava and I'm I really shouldn't be we shouldn't really be expecting too much trouble from them, but it is away and it is mm-hmm. Borovka, so yeah. you never really know about that. Um, yeah. What is going to be the more interesting game from a Borovka perspective is going to be Sunday's game against Victoria Zhuzhkov, uh-huh. uh, which I'm fully expecting to be a, a third versus second uh, encounter mm-hmm. um, too. Um, Tomorrow, while well, we have um, Varnsdorf, they are at home to Prostyov. Right. To uh, <laughs> to Schuster's Prostyov. Yes, yes, of course. And yeah. the yeah, and I and I see them winning that. They've got um, the, there's good odds for them to win. I think there's something ridiculous like uh, something like eight to one for Prostyov right. to win. Zhishkov have been quite good at home, and I'm lucky that. Um, one thing that I did do today was I asked our friend, um, a friend of the podcast, um, Dan Statham, um, mm-hmm. about Dobri Dan. Uh, Dobri Dan. Um, I asked him um, who should we be looking out for mm-hmm. uh, and who's been impressing for Victorica recently. Yeah. And I thought these were really good because I was going to read them out verbatim and I'm right. going to read them out verbatim now. Okay. So, uh, Batioja is the new Alan Smith. <laughs> bossing either up front or um, central midfield as asked. Okay. Uh, who is a uh, play striker, so right midfield, I think he scored something like, oh, pleasingly, he's got six goals and six yellow cards this season, oh, which good. I quite That's like. Nice, yeah. um, oops. Um, Bazal, means Josef Bazal, mm-hmm. um, right, is the Czech Darren Anderton. Lovely skill, but made of glass. Constantly injured, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also uh, Schwenger, who leads as keeper and captain, marshalling the defence. Milan Schwenger, I believe. Yes, yeah. so he, they, they've very much got a keeper in that's uh, you yeah. know, sort of like leading the line and stuff like that. So they're a good side right now. They've taken, I believe, 16 points of a possible uh, 24. So they've had two losses and a, and a draw in between uh, a winning run. Absolutely hammered by Hradets Kralova 5-0, but it seems, from all concerns, just that... That's just, a long time ago. I mean, three, four games ago, and that seems to have been a, yeah, just a brain a fade moment. So they will be good. Um, they will be up for it. A record generally against Zhishkov, and I'm not even meaning just from last season, but generally against Zhishkov going all the way back at home is very good. Yeah, away um, 
not so no good yeah because uh like i mean we've lost to them twice away now in yeah. two seasons but i mean we absolutely humped them the last time we took them at serbska yeah which was a dreadful like horrible day horrible conditions for football and it was six nil if i remember yeah. correctly it's i doubt very much it was going to be six nil no um, I, I don't think it will but, but i will take a scrappy two one yeah one yeah. um there and that's going to be the i think the most important games coming up mm. um the rest of the season we have got and i believe it might be in this order i believe it's going to be um Slavoj Vyshehrad yep. and then Prostejov and then uh, we finish, finish of the season against Vlashim. Yeah. Uh, so these are all winnable games. Three teams who play in what colours, Sam? Blue and white. That's a surprise, isn't it? Yeah, we've talked about this before, right? Uh, if, like, a lot of these, actually some of these teams have like kind of difficult run-ins, actually. Prostejov are playing um, Raditz Kralovet, Os, Zhizhkov and... Uh, Yihlava. That's, yeah, that's really a, nasty. Sure. Possibly apart from Yihlava, but mm-hmm. that <laughs> remains to be seen. Yeah, Prostyov, um, Prostyov sort of Prostyoving actually, because mm. they're um, they finished last season ninth on thirty six points. They're currently tenth on thirty so points. Oh no, yeah. So this is just some stability for them, and that's fine because they're still a, a team that's you know they're just fairly sort of newish, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, new, and they've just sort of come up. Um, Slavoj will be overjoyed to have some really bad teams in this league that makes them already safe they've had a couple of credible wins but have also just sort of looked out of out of place um probably because they're not actually playing in their own ground uh, they're playing in the other side of prague because mm-hmm. their um their ground isn't up to uh, up to much um up to league rules let's say and then Vlashim is the one that absolutely terrifies me because that is an absolute a, bogey team. Yeah, we've played them three times uh, during our sojourn down to the second tier, and we have won none of, none them. of them. Two draws and uh, two draws and a uh, and uh, two draws and a loss. Um, yeah, their so- their convincing win at Serbska against us. Um, going all the way back to the start of last season, we were two 0 down and scraped a two all. Yeah. And then to I'm I'm really worried if if part of it's a slip up and it comes down to the final day and we're playing burger and chips flashing. It's it's gonna be I, I, I really don't want as a, that as a last game. Like if it's irrelevant, okay then fine. But if it comes to the point where we have the chance to nick the title and we have to play slings and arrows of grave misfortune Vlashim, then Yeah. Especially Jesus. that was your the, the that was the baptism of fire to the second season where we came out here as big favourites to win this league as well. Went to we their all, place and all it was, piss and yeah. vinegar and then we were fantastic. Piss and vinegar Vlashim. Piss quite, and vinegar. Quite we a good were, one actually. We were all I mean, we were all over them in that game and we were looking like we, we should have been four nil up in the first uh, in the in the first half. And then um, it was a it was a sure it was a Shural, a Shural goal I believe and then yep. Um, yep. it was a Shural goal and then um, we conceded a we conceded a slightly goal then we conceded a penalty yep. um, with the keeper that shall not be named um, in in the net and then it took us a Pavel Iceman I think eighty fifth minute equaliser to take anything from that yeah um, like going into that ground and it, it like I I think Lukash was taking a sort of you know a sort of um, uh, Vox pop about the scores and everyone's like, yeah, three nil, four nil, like everything. 
No, it's flashy. And it's not an intimidating ground to go to. You're no, not getting rubbish. a wall of noise. You're not getting people hounding you or whatever. It's um, your old, it's old a village men, ground, isn't it? old men, women, children or whatever in the main yeah. tribune. There are two two sides, two three sides technically actually because it's a small one around the hitch or whatever. It shouldn't be an intimidating place to go to. Lovely staff at the um, of at the bar, Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah, really nice people. Yeah. Um, and but still. Yeah, but it's a team that we should be beating. I've not a bad word to say against the people of Lashim very nice town but again we yeah. just they just have just something over we just absolutely us. shit the bed whenever the, we have to play them quickly before we go David yep. um, can you name me the only other team that we have not won against in the second tier in the Ooh, past two seasons dear me um, I'm not going to leave a lot of dead air so I am going to talk very slowly and say Is it somebody horrendously mid-table? No. Oh, okay. Um, so it's somebody quite... Oh, dear. Um, I don't know. Dukla Prague. And, it, and that says a lot because that they've only, sense, had, they've actually, only yeah. had one season yeah, down here. Yeah, we've only played so one it's, a couple of times. So, so I mean, when your only teams you haven't had a win against are Dukla and Vlashim. <laughs> You've been here for yeah. two years now. Yeah, alarm bells it's start ringing good. when Vlashim comes out. Anyway. Time to wrap up for sure. Time to wrap up. We, we've got through a lot today, though, haven't we? Yeah. Action packed episode. I mean, shout out to Mike as well, who's your friend, really. Um, um, and I've never met in my life, but. <laughs> I was always given that advice that like I should have a couple of beers before going on to this. I've had a blast. <laughs> um, a couple of other shout-outs we should do. Um, hello to uh, Martin Binder, who I hey, ran into on Saturday, and he actually is a uh, Sprovka shareholder, and he gave me a slight insight into the mild insanity of shareholder meetings with um, um, Bartoniek. Oh, I'm sure. And, and how he, he bats aside questions and goes on sort of... You know, rambling entreaties mm-hmm. to nothing. Uh, so that was fun. And um, also, I think I have his name written down. I think it's Jakob. If it's not Jakob, I apologise. But I, I think it's Jakob, the uh, Sparta Prague fan who, after our uh, Bats vs. Cats gig on Saturday, came and sat and talked to me for like an hour about this and how, like, even though he's a Sparta Prague fan, he quite enjoys this and because it's a different insight into football sure yeah they're not all awful they're mainly awful mm-hmm. but he was he was he was he was a, a jolly nice chap mm-hmm. so um, yeah sports um, lives don't matter <laughs> are we just rowing back on all all <laughs> no. the good work we've done today anyway no but, um, uh, get us on social media Facebook and Twitter at Sproyovcast uh, if you see us at games because they're coming thick and fast please Feel free to say hello. Yeah. Um, have a beer with us. We'd be uh, delighted to uh, to see you. Yeah. We. It's been uh, nicer to sort of uh, meet more and more people who are listening to this as we've gone on. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure. So please keep it coming because we will keep blethering in your ears. If you would like to sponsor any section <laughs> or any part of Zbrojovcast, um, please do so because I will do anything for beer or cash. Yes, as actually, as will I, frankly. Um, so, uh, to play you out, uh, as if we need to remind you any more of that fact, uh, here's this. Bye. <laughs>
Za mnou stála, snad se bál, že mě i slůvkem poraní. Jen podívej, čas letí. A to všechno už je pryč, už je ráno. Všechno už je pryč, už je ráno. A já znám tu chvíli, když zaváhá. Nikde všem nás drahá. Byl jarní den, mě údivem se zrychlil tep, jak nikdy dřív. A noci stín měl něžný klín, na který spadl snídky. Jen podívej, čas letí. A to všechno už je pryč, už je ráno. Všechno už je pryč, už je ráno. A já znám tu chvíli, když zaváhám, je tam tam a unikne všem nás